Welcome to The Money Mavens, a podcast for the ambitious female business owner that loves money and desires to create a business and lifestyle up-level. With myself, Charlotte Balbier, multi-seven-figure brand builder, and my partner in success, Josie May, global six-figure business coach. Join us for all things business and lifestyle, combined with our strong opinions, a few naughty words, lots of fun, and a double dose of luxury. So pull up your seats at the success table with us, Charlotte and Josie, the Money Mavens. Hello and welcome to the Money Mavens. Hello, this is our penultimate podcast episode for... 2024. 2024, yeah, because we're having a break because I'm having a baby. <laughs> if you didn't know, and she's ready to pop soon. If you didn't know, my belly's very big right now. I don't know how I'm going to do another eight and a half weeks, nine weeks or whatever. Well, I've told you, I think that baby's going to come early. I know, I hope so. Not too early. Not too early. Not too early, because we've got stuff to do, rooms to decorate. But I don't feel like she's going to be there. I could be wrong, but I just got a yeah, feeling. I, I am a bit huge. But yeah, so we are going to be taking a break as the Money Mavens, and that means there'll be no podcast and everything, but we wanted to do two more before we finish, because we've still got a lot to say. We do. Uh, and also, we are back from our Impact 2024 event, which we we're recording this on Wednesday. We had the event on Monday, and it was amazing, wasn't it? Was it was so good. I, I've thought about it, and I think it might have been my favourite. Really? Yeah, I really enjoyed it the vibe of this it was it felt a lot calmer yeah um it felt very more spiritual for me maybe it was just for me Mm. but yeah I really loved it it was good and to be honest I was a bit nervous I think because normally I'm not nervous for and uh, I wasn't isn't it weird isn't it weird for events but I was a little bit nervous I think because the last event we did went so well and I love like last year's was incredible and last year's was a bit more of a Obviously, last year's was two days. Yeah, it was more intense. We had more. We had like a assistant with us. We had a photographer. It was like it, it was, was more a, formal. It was, was more in, formal. Yeah, not formal because we're not formal. But it felt it was very, very micromanaged, wasn't it? Every second of the day was. Yeah, and we stayed over the night relaxed, before, wasn't it? This Monday, it was much more relaxed. So last event, we'd stayed over the night before. We'd gone and prepped. We'd stayed in Gotham Hotel, which is gorgeous, um, for two nights and you know it was we had an assistant who was there for two days we also had the photographer that was that came it just felt a lot more it was more of a machine it was and it was very well oiled this time we got up i picked charlotte up at 7 a.m i said to charlotte what time shall i pick you up she said 7 a.m i sent her a vomit emoji <laughs> and she was like it's one day it's one day um and it was fine. It was absolutely fine. I get up I mean, at about half six it's anyway. Seven a.m. It's not even that early. I know. I get up at half six anyway, usually with the with Wilf. But um, I'm not used to getting out of the house so early. Um, but it was fine. We got there. We got there for eight. We set up, and we left. We got home at seven, didn't we? So mm-hmm. it was like a twelve hour day. It was a great day. It was a great day. And Such you know what was so nice? Day. There was so so our last event. I knew everyone really well. Every single person that came was either one of our clients already or somebody that or we'd, we'd worked with them quite closely. Yeah, we'd worked them closely. We had a very close relationship with everybody that was in the room. Part we, one, there was Penny hadn't worked with us. Ah, uh, okay. Year. Yeah, but we knew her well. But we knew her well. We did yeah. know her very well, yeah. So everyone in that room last year, I knew really well. However, this year, 
There was loads of new people. It was probably 50% new 50% people. 50% new that we've never, ever... And we've that... we've recently met. Yeah. Very, very recently. And that was kind of a little bit scary because mm-hmm. it's the unknown, isn't it, when you don't know how people are. But the group was gorgeous. I loved it. Amazing. We yeah. had people say we had people come from France, Scotland, um, Norfolk. Norfolk. Like, really travelled. Yeah. Really it great. far. It was, it was fabulous. It was so good, and the venue's really pretty. Um, so, yeah, so was, our day... Like, it was still very bougie, though, even though it felt more relaxed. It was still gorgeous. You know, we had an amazing, a gorgeous lunch. We had a beautiful gifts from Space NK. Mm. You know, we didn't... Oh, yeah. As always, it of was course, it's executedly beautifully. I picked Charlotte up, because um, obviously we were very dressed up. We had gorgeous dresses on. And, um, of course, we were going to wear heels. But, you know, I'm seven and a half months pregnant. And so I, I was driving and we had to walk from the car park. And so I showed up in bir- pink Birkenstocks. She had beautiful tanned legs, but bare, which was, and it was cold. It's like minus three. And then you had these pink Birkenstock things on. And then this absolutely gorgeous Camilla, really expensive dress, dress. on. I was like, that is quite a look. That's quite a look. She said, wow. And a fur coat. And I had a fur coat on. Yeah. Luckily, it was quite dark in town when we got started. I know, I must have looked hilarious. But anyway, I needed the comfort, but then popped my heels on, obviously, for the event. But even before everyone left, because we had drinks afterwards, didn't we, in the bar. Mm. Um, When it got to drinks in the bar, I'd pop my Birkenstocks back on, because I was like, my feet are hurting To be fair, you're seven and a half months pregnant. You did amazing. You stood in heels all day. (laughs) Fair play, sister. Yeah, fair play. So but, yeah, so the day was called Impact. And we wanted, we, we chose the name actually in about September, didn't we? Mm. And the reason we chose the name is because we realised that for us, it's really important to make an impact for, make an impact in our business. And that's impacting our own lives, impacting the lives of those that we work with. And it just feels like you're doing something with impact. It's like creating a, a legacy or creating a life that you love. Well, I I think the reason the reasons I was really keen to go with the word impact was I felt last year that I coasted a little bit, but I'm not beating myself up about it because you have some years where you smash it and some years where I you think you're s- tough on yourself because I, I think <laughs> you didn't coast last year. I think you made you have changed as a person. Yeah, in the I've last changed. twelve months, I've probably I've evolved as a person. Probably I wasn't. I, I feel like I wasn't maybe as because um, I only have two speeds, which is like maniac and stop. Yeah. <laughs> and I felt like I was kind of probably in more, but it's probably more healthy that I was less maniac you were, last year. You were more in stop mode last year. However, I grew. You grew so much. Like, know. you know yourself so much better this January than you did. Self-awareness is... I almost don't know, recognise my... I can look at myself and like how much I've grown as a person and I'm like... I'm having to like come to to terms with yeah. that. It's really weird. Yeah, like, you're tougher. Like, like you're definitely. I think you're one. You're more self-aware. Two. You're more spoke. You're more outspoken for yourself because you're a bit of a walkover sometimes. Mm-hmm. And people get shocked when they hear this of Charlotte because she seems so dynamic and she is dynamic. However, in I'm a personal soft. life, she's a big softy. Mm-hmm. And she can, and, and when somebody's soft like that, people can take advantage, not now, well, not, 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 but people can take advantage, can't they? And I think last year you put a stop to that. No, I did. I did. And um, I think that's, you yeah. know. And to like, 
as well as it being Impact 124, we wanted to look at like your U era. Mm. And about this year, for everyone that came and anyone that's listened to this, really making this year about putting ourselves first. And it's so hard to do that. Yeah, you'd heard it, hadn't you? So we had like, the whole afternoon was focused on creating your U era in 2024. And Charlotte had heard it somewhere and she was like, I've heard this and I'm like, yes, now is my... my... Apparently it's Taylor Swift. but I, And I love Taylor Swift, but I don't... I'm not like... She's not really, a Swifty. I'm not a Swifty. I love her. <laughs> I think she's fabulous. I love the documentary. and I really respect her. as I think she's brilliant. But I didn't know she'd come up with this whole concept. And maybe she didn't. I don't know. But anyway. Yeah, anyway. We'd heard that it's something to do with Taylor Swift. Um, but the you era is all about focusing on you. Yeah, I'm putting... I think... I don't know why people struggle to put themselves first. I, for me, I can only speak from my own experience. I think maybe feeling that, I don't know, does it come from like guilt that you have to put other people first, not feeling worthy? I don't know why we don't. Yeah, well, we're talking a lot in the event about like, people I, Whenever pleasing. I say about like, oh, I'm going to put me first, I always follow it up with, but of course Harry comes first because I feel like I'm a bad parent. Thing is, without think, you, yeah, you I have know, to put you before Harry. I know, and I've realised that now. But I always feel like he is the centre of my universe. Maybe too too much because, you know, my whole world revolves around him. And I'm having to, you know, look at that. But I think we just, we do kind of like put ourselves at the bottom of hand. And I've realised that I am no good to anyone if I don't go further up. So we had a real focus on that, didn't we? About being in your impact and it, you era for 2024, both business, personal health relationships like every there's so many different aspects definitely that makes us a human and makes us who we are and a big part of it was the people pleasing and like we did a lot about that didn't we on Monday yeah. and and boundaries and people pleasing boundaries and speaking your truth and you know there was there was 18 people in the room and out of those 18 people 17 people put their hands up and said that they struggled with boundaries, struggled with people pleasing, didn't they? There was only one person. Yeah, they didn't. They and, didn't. and it was so refreshing, so like, when refreshing. she spoke, like, to listen, like, how her take on it. And oh, we were like, yeah. it was just, I was just like, I need to be, we all need to be more like that. It we was, definitely do, yeah. really, really interesting. Definitely. And I think we love hosting events. We love hosting training in general because we learn so much ourselves when we do it and every time like we get our own self-awareness and you know it shines a light doesn't it definitely does and we've done a lot sorry the dog's going crazy somebody's dared to walk past the house yeah how dare they (laughs) i've got a painter and decorator in at the moment so um we're in the kitchen instead of the office because it's bloody freezing and we live in manchester yeah (laughs) it's like minus two still so we're in the kitchen but anyway and the painter and decorator is I tell clear. you what, we also, the uh, weather gods were on our side because Monday... Oh, my God. It was cold but beautiful in Manchester. Tuesday was... Snow. Thick snow. So we... We couldn't have got there, I don't you, think. Universe. Thank you, universe. We wouldn't have to get there, would we? And so a lot of people wouldn't... Like, would trains might have been cancelled and stuff. Yeah, so thank you, universe. <laughs> we'll have more of that, please. Um, so, yeah, what we said was for... Like, our focus for our U era is being brave and playing big. And obviously, that means different things for us this year because, for me, like, being brave is almost having this time off because it really doesn't sit 
even though it's no, I know it's what I want at core level, I feel like I've got to be brave to do it because it doesn't sit well. I think yours is surrender, isn't it? It's surrendering yeah. to that. Yeah, surrendering to that. That's a good word. And not fighting it. Yeah. And, and saying, I know yeah. I'm going to do it. And enjoy it. And enjoy it and go all in with it. Yeah. Not be half in, half out. And that's why we've decided that there's a finish date and that is it. We are not going to look at anything because you can't be totally present as a parent. No. And still be checking. Still, you just yeah. can't. So you've got, you've got to learn. I know. To surrender. The thought, it, it honestly like. Your face now. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking like not looking at emails and stuff. Like, I'm going to have to take that app off my phone because otherwise I'll... Well, there won't be anything you need to look at. Because it's literally wrapping everything up, so... I know. And I'm still around. I know. It's a lot. <laughs> her face is a picture. I know. Well, with Wilf, like obviously I had Wilf nearly six years ago now. And I'd, I'd not long started my business. I think I'd had my business for about 18 months. And I just didn't take a proper break. I still had coaching clients in the evenings. Not loads, but you know, I had a few... And I still check my emails and I still post it on social media and I still work my business, really. Um, what I did realise is I felt a bit like I'd lost myself um, at about the September. I didn't get postnatal depression, but I felt like I'd lost myself. When was Wolf born? March? Uh, May. May. Yeah. I felt like I'd lost myself and I wasn't myself. And I think looking back, it was because I was trying to juggle two things. So hard. Yeah. And so I was thinking you know, I'm really, it's really hard, this parenting business, like this having a little baby. But I think it is is hard anyway, but making it extra hard by working. (laughs) So like this time, it's going to be very different. And I'm very excited about that. But it is scary for me, I'll be honest, and I have to be brave. Mm -hmm. And I'm playing big in a different way. I'm playing big in that I'm going big, big on family. (laughs) Big on on motherhood. Oh God, it's just because it's not me, is it? Like, it's not who, you know. I love it. Josie used to say to me all the time, who are those people that have three children? I, I mean, really judge people. All the time, she'd be like, I mean, they're mad. Like, you'd have to get a new car. <laughs> you'd have to do this. Yeah. you have to do that. I was judgy, judgy, and judgy. And here we are with mother of three. <laughs> <laughs> I still can't quite believe it because it just doesn't feel like, I kind of, I suppose, because I have this preconceived idea of what somebody's like who has three kids. I make assumptions about them. And the assumptions are they're a bit mumsy and they care, they're like family people and probably, you know, um, and this is bullshit, I know. I know, and and I know, I'm I'm being honest and being out loud. And so my judgment is people have three kids clearly want want to be more of a mum than they do care about their career. And that's okay, but that's not me. And so... When I've found out I'm pregnant and suddenly now it's getting a reality that I'm going to have three kids, I'm like, <laughs> am I going to turn into somebody that I've... But there's loads You're of... always evolving as a human and you might yeah. be that person for a year. Yeah. And then you'll devolve and evolve into something else. And I also know like people with more, more than three kids who are I very... I was just thinking yeah. about my friend who's got four children she's got seven businesses. <laughs> Exactly. So I know that I'm being, uh, that I've got these weird, judgy, preconceived ideas, but it's so funny because I'm starting like judging myself. <laughs> judging yourself? Yeah. And I'm almost imagining that I'm going to be a different person, but I'm not. I'm still going to be me. But it's, it's a lot to get my head around and I think I'm still in a bit of a shock. <laughs> 
Is that why you're laughing now? I'm in a moment now. I'm like, oh, Jesus. I, I can't... I, I just you just can't. keep focusing on those little baby grows and pink things and it kind of like... I sorted out the... I bought, I've, I've been... Because obviously I'm having a girl this time and it's um, very exciting for me and I keep buying bows. Anyway, Addy was like, have you bought more bows? And he was like, how many have you got now? Anyway, I counted. I had 19 bows. And I thought, okay, enough now. Stop buying bows. You know, in all different colours. They are cute. They do look lovely with little baby grows. Yeah. They do look dead cute. So the baby grows that I've got, now I've added a bow to each one. So she's got like a little outfit with a bow. So that made me happy. Anything pretty makes me happy. Um, But anyway, how are you playing big this year, (laughs) Charlotte? (laughs) I am playing big. So I've been wanting to do something creatively alongside what we do for ages, but I've always had a million excuses of why I can't. So I'm going to be only working now in the fashion side of of what I do going forward. I'm talking about me on my own now. So fashion and bridal have always been what excite me, what keep me up at night thinking about creative things, what make me want to get up in the morning early and be creative. I just love anything where I've got a product, a luxury product is what I'm, oh God, I just, even now talking about it, I feel excited. I can see you. I feel excited. So I have been having conversations with lots of people and I suppose where I'm going to be brave is acting on on those desires, those yeah. things and 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 yeah, just exploring that and I suppose being on my own, like that's kind of going to be a no, bit weird. Be, yeah, it's, it is brave, isn't I've it? I've booked quite a few things on my own already to do, like they've invested in myself, you know, to like do some mentoring and, and spirituality days and things like that so I can like get back into my own head. And so I've invested quite a lot of money in that. And then I've also booked on lots and lots of um, networking and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh God, I'm going to have to walk. Because like, I'm great once I'm in the room, but walking in is the bit where it's kind of nice talking with someone, yeah. isn't it? But actually going to walk in on my own and have mm. to just work a room. But, you know, I, I can do it. It's fine. Well, we're kind of each other's comfort blanket yeah. a lot. And, and, and if you haven't got anyone to talk to you, at least you know that you've always got someone in the room yeah. that you know, and you can look across and we only have to look at each other and know that, yeah, you know, to go over. Save me. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas now I'm just going to save myself. But yeah. uh, I'm I'm also kind of excited about that that I'm going to be meeting new people and and I think you have been talking about like wanting to do more. I creative need to do things. it. I need you to do it for my to. soul. Yeah. Because I realised that because I wasn't being creative, I wasn't being creative in anything. So I couldn't. There was loads of things I wanted to do around the house, but I couldn't almost do it. And now. How you do um, one thing. Yeah, is how you do everything. How you do everything, yeah. I, there's just so many things that I need to do as a creative brain and as a creative person. But I can be creative with marketing. It's not just... People can. think that when I say me being creative, that I'm suddenly going to want to like start doing wedding dresses or making fashion dresses. And actually, I would love to do fashion dresses. That's another one of my dreams. But actually, it's like just having something that, is creative that I can market whether it's an event whether it's you know I, I don't know I just I just really yeah. like anything where pretty a product do. so that's where I'm going to be playing a little bit bigger and also last like we just touched on at the beginning of the podcast I grew massively as a, as a person last year so now it's my job to stay in that yeah definitely yeah. go back definitely you know, and, and I've you know and I've 
it's so easy, isn't it? To fall to, back to into fall back yeah. into that patterns. And so my you era this year is for me to kind of um, respect my body as well and my, me mm. a little bit more. Nice and things like that. So yeah, it feels like I'm actually really excited about this. Year. I am because I think we were a bit nervous, weren't we, before Christmas, both of us. Mm. Whereas now we've hit January yeah, and we kind of really feel good. like. And I think because obviously it's so unknown for <clears throat> for Charlotte and I. Obviously, I'm going to be doing taking time off, spending time with family, having a baby, and Charlotte's a bit un, unknown about exactly what she's going to be doing. She's got a vision. But you're kind of open to the universe, aren't you? Oh, magic. so open to the universe. So I've um, my personality is that I have to do one thing at a time. I don't really like having loads of. Um, I'm, I get super focused. So that's I'm playing into that in the moment. I've been like our event, super focused. Now I'm moving into super focused on getting the house, doing loads. Got loads of really nice, pretty things happening at my house, including my pink larder that's being mm. put in which i'm so excited about how do you want to make a middle-aged woman happy get her a pink larder well, my mum really... just bought a blue larder she like mine but in blue oh yeah. yeah you know those right really beautiful you see them all like over like and like yeah so it's like a wooden larder um very pretty pink and then you open up and it's got all the... So you Spice wraps. Yeah, and you can buy all those like individual glass bottles and have labels put on. And, you know, it's like super Instagrammable. And mm. and if anyone dares to put a packet of Bisto gravy or something in there, I'd like lose my shit. Yeah. Because you've got to pour it from the Bisto <laughs> gravy it, yeah. jar into the glass <laughs> jar that's labelled gravy. Yeah, and it wouldn't be on brand to yeah. have some eyesore in there. Yeah. Uh, everything's going to look gorgeous. And that's like my, I, can't, I literally can't, I've been dreaming about it. Yeah, it's very you oh. as well. You'll love it. And I think right. it'll like encourage you to cook and, because Charlotte's a great cook. And again, that's me being creative. Because when yes. I cook, I'm very creative. It's like, I just that part of me stopped last year and it made me really sad. Mm. I think you needed it though. Yeah, because I grew in other parts of my yeah. life. So I'm excited to see what I do because I know that when I'm in my magic, I create something really wonderful. Oh my gosh, And so good. whoever gets me on their creative team is going to get something really magical this year because that bit of me is bubbled back up. So Definitely. I'm ready to give something my all yeah to take it and i'd oh god if you went, invest as well so when you do something you get the, invested oh i get so invested putting it out to the universe what i really love this is what i'm manifesting to meet somebody that's got an idea but they don't know how to execute it mm. and for me to be the person that takes the idea from their head all the way down to the end consumer because oh. that's what i'm great at yeah you are and i'm good at spotting gaps in the market for someone to be like i don't know if this is a good idea me to do the research and say it's an amazing idea this is how we're going to do it mm. but what's changed with me is i always wanted to be the star of the show and now i'm not as bothered yeah you know i'm not it doesn't bother me as much to be i've had all that yeah and it's, it's like it's everywhere and, and it's quite exhausting isn't it and it it's is. different now than when you did yeah. it because social media wasn't as big then mm. so you know you you were the star of the show you're in magazines and stuff but if you're the star of the show now you've got to be on all the time yeah and it, you, what what's different back then was i built a persona you know there was it was me yeah but it was a it was it was i built parts a, of you wasn't yeah, it yeah it was the best bits of me <laughs> and i had a very good PR team that yeah. worked with me. So we we had 
you know, there was no magazine that you couldn't open, newspaper, whatever, that I, there was something on me, but I didn't have to share the rest of my life. Yeah. So no one ever knew really that much about me, me. I'd say like, I love walking my dog, but no one knew who my dog was, for yeah. example, or I kept my private life very, very private. Now you have to like, when you go into what we've been doing, it's been very much like you kind of, I've opened up and I felt okay with it, but sometimes I've not. Yeah. And I think maybe I'm ready to like be a bit more private again because I am actually quite private when it comes to my own life. And, and those people behind the scenes. When you've got scenes, a product, you don't yeah. need to be yeah. that because it's not about that. It's about yeah. this beautiful product and how it makes the end consumer feel. Mm. So I'm just looking at like, we've got some body butter on the table at the moment. If we were selling this lovely body butter that's on the table, it wouldn't be about me. It would be about how it's going to make that person feel that's buying yeah. it. And that's what I love doing. Mm. So universe, if you're listening... That's what I want to do. Mm. That's what I want to do. And that's funny, actually, because the second part of your era that we said was setting goals that mm. stretch and excite you. Mm. And that for you is your goal, isn't it? And it excites me. And my goal is to be... Eventually. More... Yeah. I'm just going to put this out for just sharing. Yeah. Eventually, one day, I really want to bring out a dress collection of fashion pieces. Ooh. I've got an idea of a lot of things in my head about how it would look and everything. I, I just know it's not quite right yet, mm. but eventually. That'd be nice. Mm. Oh, I'd love a little Charlotte collection. I, I would. I know exactly what they'd look like. I've already like got the pattern and everything and it would be very distinctive though, so you know my design. I can almost imagine it already because you have a very, okay. and it'll be a style that you'd wear. Oh yeah. And it's uh, a Charlotte I know dress. your style, yeah. It's a very short, but it's, if I did what I've got in my head and I have certain fabrics and I've got an idea of something that would make it very recognisable to my brand, yeah, I just, that would be lovely to do something like that. But again, I'd have to work with a manufacturer because I don't want to do the manufacturing myself. Yeah. I want to work in conjunction with somebody else. Yeah. So I'm putting all these things out. Oh, you heard it here first. That's you might, so walk, exciting. you might have once walked down the aisle in the Balbier creation. You might be going out and having fabulous nights out in the Balbier creation at some point. I wouldn't rule it out. That's exciting. Yeah. So that's a goal. So, so, so like one part of you is, is setting these goals that stretch and excite you. And, you know, that is a big stretchy goal that's exciting, mm. isn't it? I can see how excited you are because she's like bubbling. Um, Just be nice to get it out of my head and like, and to, to, to do it. And the only reason I'm not is, it's not fear, it's more logistics. Yeah. I'm just- And you're also quite because practical, Because I've done about. it before, yeah. I know. People are like, oh, just do it. And I'm like, it isn't as simple as that. And you need a lot of capital to get going. A lot going. of capital. And the kind of fabrics I want to use are not cheap. No. And I'd have to go and source the fabrics. It's, yeah. it's not, if it was doing wedding dresses, it'd be a lot easier because I could just go back to what I did. You know it, yeah. But this would be finding a whole new thing. And also, it needs to be ethical. There's so many things that I want to make it, but then it's going to make it very expensive. Yeah. So, you know, it's... Yeah, and then your profits, you've got to... Yeah, and there's so, there's, there's so many logistics. There's always a way, but there's so many logistics. There's so, always a way. It's about me finding the right person to partner yeah. with. And just being open to meeting the right person. Mm. And then, you know... and. And magic happening. Mm -hmm. Ooh, exciting. So the next part of your you era is having clear boundaries and being able to say no. Mm. And speaking your truth. Yeah, and speaking your truth. Those two parts of such a big part of it. And I, I think, think people um, don't always know what it means to speak your truth. I know I, if I'd heard that saying, speaking your truth, 
a few years ago, I wouldn't have known yeah. what that meant. So, for example, it's like if... You know, like, when people say, where do you want to go for dinner? And if you're in your people-pleasing mode, you go, oh, wherever you want to go. But actually, you really want a Chinese, but you're not saying it because you don't want to pressure somebody to go to the Chinese. Um, but actually, why don't we say that, you know? Or say, for example, you've got a member of staff that isn't, that isn't doing, doing well and you don't say anything because you don't want to upset them or you feel a bit uncomfortable... Or I was saying at the event, actually, like, you know, when somebody owes you money, like you say you pay for something and they owe you money, and you feel bad asking for it. Like, why do you feel bad asking for no. it? <laughs> um, and it's those, those kind of things. It's I've like, been so many times you and I have said, you know, I know you've done it and I've done it where you just go, oh, I'll just write that money off. Yeah. If I could tot up all the amount of money I've written off over the years, yeah, me too. it would be obscene. And I know you do it. Yeah. And it's like, I sometimes think... But the thing is, it, it hits at you. What you're doing is you're putting other people before you, mm. before you, before you. And I think, like, yeah, it doesn't matter. If somebody owes you 50 quid and they've not paid it, and you just write it off, whatever. Yeah, but... but it's it, when you're doing it consistently. Yeah, and also, yeah, we are very lucky that we could write off 50 quid, but yeah. that's a lot of money. Yeah. You know, just, you know, it is still a substantial amount of it money. Is, yeah. And I'd rather... If I wanted to pay for something, I'd just... I'd up front say, oh, I'm okay getting that. But if you're actually doing all you've all agreed, and you should, people should pay people back. Or yeah, yeah. if we, if you, if you then just say, actually, I've, it's fine, I've got this. Then you make peace with that, and it's okay. But it's when you then having to go back to people and ask them, and then they don't, and then it becomes an issue, doesn't it? And then people start resenting you for you asking for your money back. Yeah, somebody at the event was talking about it, saying that they'd had to chase money, and that person kept going back, sending one back, saying, "I know you don't need to keep on telling me." Well, well if you pay. know, yeah, pay, pay her. <laughs> You've had the service, pay her. You know, yeah. like you can't then go back and get all the passive aggressive about it because <laughs> you owe someone money. But you know, you wouldn't. We, it is so hard sometimes to speak our truth because we feel then like we're in the wrong. Yeah, particularly with friends and, you know, like say, you know, you're paying for, say you're going away together and somebody's paid up front for the flights for everyone. And then, you know, it's a substantial amount of money, but you don't want to keep asking, do you? No, like, it's the worst, isn't it? I mean, it doesn't happen so much now, but you know, when you're younger and you, you've got like an era where it's like all Hindus or... yeah. Um, 21st or 30th and you might be doing something and there's always I was always the one because I'm an organiser I was always the one and I always always had more disposable income because I was had a better job when we were younger so I was always the one that was like oh well I can I can do it I'll put it on my card I'll put it on my card I've got the cash it's fine you can pay me whenever that was me you can pay me whenever because I wanted everyone to like me people pleasing but you didn't really mean you can pay me whenever you meant you can pay me this week yeah (laughs) and then it would come to the the handy or whatever, and then this is me. This is what happened, and then that person would be like, "Oh, I'm really struggling to whatever." And I say, "Oh, well, if you're really struggling now for your spends, I tell you what, I'll I'll, I'll just pay for your flight because I've paid anyway." And you know, and it's like it's a lovely thing to do, but it's, yeah, it's, it's and now and again yeah. you want to do that and help yeah. out, but it's when you're not like when you do it from a like sometimes we'll do it from a place of like actually I really want to help this person yeah. and that's different but when you feel like 
you're doing it because you just don't want to keep speaking up or ask again. It's different. And it's like asking, what are your boundaries? I think it's worse with people you don't know that well in, in group things like that. Oh, yeah. And if it's someone's friend of a friend, oh, yeah. that's worse than if it's your really good mate. Because yeah. if it's your really good friend, you you know that it's going to be okay. But if it's somebody you don't really know, that's really yeah. embarrassing. Especially if it's something like 15 quid. <laughs> and you're like, I don't want them to think that I'm a tight arse. But actually, they're being the tight arse. Yeah, they're the ones that have not paid you. <laughs> there you are going, oh, I don't yeah. want to ask Tracy for 15 pounds. She'll think she'll go on the hendo and think I'm a right tight arse. But actually, Tracy, you're the tight arse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How many times have you Oh, done that? so many. Worrying about what a stranger's going to think about us. And I'd love to say that I wouldn't worry about that again, but it's yeah. not true. But this is what... Do you know what? Guys wouldn't do that. No. Lads would be like... Addy does it all the time. So my husband, he's got this pretty American Express, honest to God. Any one of our friends, friendship group knows, Addy goes, well, ask, if, if you want, like, we'll go out for dinner together. He goes, I'll stick it on the American Express and you can all pay me. And he's doing it because he wants his points. Points, points make Which prizes. is hilarious because, honest to God, when I've looked at it, like, say you spend, say there's like a big group of us and we spent 600 quid going out for some dinner... You'll get about 60p in points. Like, have, what? They're great if you've got, like, a business and you're putting, like, hundreds yeah. of thousands. Exactly. But they're not otherwise. Honestly, it cracks me up. And oh. everyone laughs. He's like, oh, here he is with his American Express. Um, but he's dead chuffed when he gets his pound back or whatever. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, you won't be saying that when they upgrade us to business, when we go to wherever. Um, <laughs> when we're 110. <laughs> <laughs> when I probably can't get on a flight anymore because I can't walk because I'm 100 and flipping sick. Um, but... He always does it. But then he just like, he doesn't, if, if he's paid for it, he's like, can you pay me? <laughs> he's, not, he's not asking, oh God, I feel bad asking for the money back. Does he yet? And then having private conversations with everyone else in the group, like, oh, I feel really bad. Like, he just wouldn't do that. He'd yeah. just say pay him back. And if they hadn't, he's like, you've not paid me yet. That's what he'd just say. I think <laughs> it's because we, women want to be liked more. Yeah. We care more about people liking than what they think of it. But we see things, silly things like, so I've got some friends and I was talking about this, but they're very straight talking. They'll tell you how it is. They'll tell you if they're angry at you. They'll tell you if they're upset at you. They'll tell you if they're unhappy. They'll also tell you if they're happy. And I love those friends because I always, always know where I stand with them. And so I don't resent somebody. If somebody, if I owed somebody 40 quid and I hadn't paid it... and the, I'd be mortified Yeah, I'd forgotten. I would. And, and they said to me, you owe me 40 quid. I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'll pay you now. Like, I wouldn't judge them. I'm the one in the wrong. So why would I think that somebody would judge me? It's just... God, it, it's just ridiculous. And that's just one example. There's yeah. probably a million other examples. That's just an example. It's one example. Yeah. So... And I know a lot of people can relate because we spoke about the event and most people in that event could relate. Um, and so... It's just being really aware of that, like, mm. stop apologising. And like I said earlier on, like, how you do one thing is how you do everything. So if you're speaking your truth in your business, your personal yeah. life, your friendship circles, whatever, you're going to find it easier. And we're saying, like, things with partners. People were talking about the partners. And, like, they'll they'll be angry that they're, they're doing more at home or something. Uh, but not say anything and get passive-aggressive. And, again, that's not speaking your truth. I know. And then like, and then saying, it's fine. Yeah. And whenever anyone says it's fine, it's far from fine. It's anything but <laughs> fine. And so it's okay if you're angry to voice that you're angry. It's okay if you're frustrated to voice that you're frustrated. In fact, it's essential. I think the key, and I mean, I don't think I'm an expert to speak on relationships, but from observing and being married for so long, 
the best thing you can do is be up front. Yeah. And to, with a man, leave a list. Yeah. I wonder... Well, I found out on the iPhone. I only found out this recently. This is like a, a marriage this saving a tip. marriage saving <laughs> tip. You can share uh, notes with, with somebody else on iPhone. And so I have now created Addy's list. Oh, and it's great because he's like, because he always says to me, well, I don't know what you, you want me to do in the house. Well, no, we can't say that because he has the list. Because men <laughs> don't see all the things we see in the house. Yeah. So they will walk past things that need doing. They won't see what we did. They're just different. Our if you dog, give honestly, them a I, list. I was telling Charlotte, our dog vomited on the floor on Monday and Addy walked in and stepped over it and I went, Luna's just vomited on the floor and you just stepped over it and he went, oh, Oh, did I? Sorry. So what he saw was an obstruction in his path and stepped over it. He didn't, like, look down and go, oh, that's dog vomit and he's clearing up. He was just like, obstruction, step over. And, like, I've been leaving the washing basket at the bottom of the stairs because um, it's quite bulky and for me to carry it up at the moment being quite big. And he just he like moves past the wash basket and I went, you've walked past that wash basket four times. He went... Oh God, yeah, yeah. Do you want me to take it off? Yeah. Just like, and, and it's, it's not, not being yeah, mean. Yeah, it's not even being mean. Yeah, he was not seeing it. My mum is really good. She's been with her partner now. Um, God, what, thirty-five years or something? Like a long time, a long time. And from day one, she has left him a list every single day, and he does everything in that house. Oh, it's immaculate. Your mum's house yeah, is like immaculate. a show home. It's beautiful. But it's mostly down to Mark, a partner, it? my stepfather. Yeah. It's not, my mum's not, because my mum worked up until six years yeah. ago. He does, because my mum has him. <laughs> Poor lad. Locked in. He's knackered. <laughs> I say to her sometimes, oh, well, Mark, Mark looks tired. She goes, well, he has. Yeah, it's had a lot to do today. They've got this beautiful, um, what's it called, that roof that they've got in the extension? It's like a. Um, um, like a glass roof, yeah. Not an orangery, but it's got, it's a got name. windows in the roof. It's I beautiful. Don't know. Yeah, anyway, stunning. stunning. She has them up there twice a week cleaning it, <laughs> and they've got. They've, I don't think, oh, I've got it in mine, and I don't think we've cleaned those windows. Yeah. Since. So she Can you imagine her, getting up there. How would you get up there? So her whole roof is like that. Um, it's got a flat bit at the side. Yeah. Uh, he is a builder by trade, so he's used to being up and things. But then they've got a bath. Their house is like. It's 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 very unusual layout, and then the bath they've got a beautiful ensuite, but you step down into their ensuite, so then you're kind of like on a lower level, and you have to be really careful because you get out of the shower naked. Mark's normally on the roof, <laughs> <laughs> so the poor guys had to see me like getting out of the shower. Yeah. But um, yeah, she has them up there. But that's the house is like, and she just says to me, "Make it simple, just leave him a list." Yeah, and every day he does his list. And, and everyone's happy. And everyone's happy. Yeah. So I'm going to be taking that into my next... Well, communication, isn't it? And, and, and like saying what you mean. So instead of saying, I'm fine, it's fine, whatever you want, saying what... If somebody says to you, where do you want to go for dinner? Mm. They're asking where you want to go for dinner. Tell them. If you don't know, fair enough. Also, Sometimes you don't know. it's telling people that you... Um, like I, 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 I much prefer, I'm like, yeah, I like direct people. 
you know, if, if I said to someone, where would I like to get done? They said, I don't mind. That would annoy me. <laughs> if someone said, do you know what? I really fancy Thai. I'd get excited because I go, oh, I know this amazing Thai yeah. place. And then I'd get like, because I love making people happy. It's lovely. And the same, if I go on a date with somebody and they ask me where I want to go, I never say, I don't mind you pick. Yeah, you said so. I'll say, I really love... Um, Thai food. Asian fusion. Yeah, Asian fusion. Small, <laughs> my, my go-to date. Small plates. Yeah, small plates and really nice wine. That's my thing. Yeah. Um, I like to see where they come up with. Yeah. Because then I can kind of like judge the caliber yeah. of How their good they standards are. of what they like. Um, I do it sometimes. So Addy will say, say we're getting a takeaway. Say, what takeaway do you want? I'll go, oh, I don't know. You pick. And they'll go, okay, we'll get pizza. And I'll go, oh, no, yeah. I don't want pizza. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like pizza. And then you get really pissed off with them. You know I don't like pizza. I never pick pizza. Um, but then I'll say, it's like, I like fish and chips, me. Oh, I can't beat fish and chips. And Andy says it's the worst takeaway you can have. And apparently, I don't know, like, you love fish and chips, don't you? As well? Especially around here. We've got the best fish In fact, and chip what shop. time is it now? I might pop for lunch. 10.55. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> oh, 10.55. You're pregnant. You can do what the hell you know. want. Um, you want fish and chips at 10.55 with gravy? <laughs> My love, this is when you can have it. I, it's a craving. It's just a craving. Baby wants it. <laughs> uh, no, I, was I laughing, want it. I was laughing about um, after I've had the baby and about <laughs> it's Charlotte on the way to the event. I was like, oh, I, I can say to people now, oh, yeah, I, you know, I'm just working on getting my body back after <laughs> after having the baby. I won't mention that I didn't have the body before. <laughs> three kids, honestly. Yeah. Takes a toll on you. Should have seen me three years ago. I was like running triathlons, <laughs> marathons. marathons. <laughs> I won't mention that I was fat before I even had my first kid. <laughs> oh, that made me laugh. Um, <laughs> well, you're making your laugh self laugh today, I am, aren't you? honestly, I'm funny. Um, so, yeah. Speaking your truth and, and so really think about that for this year, we'd say for you as well, like start saying what you mean, mm-hmm. start sticking up for yourself, yeah. like stop no, saying yes, yeah. stop saying you don't mind, say stop saying you're not sure. And on the whole, people will respect you for it. Yeah, makes life easy. I'm just going to grab a tissue. Yeah, grab away. <laughs> um, and then the next one was like being present and living life now because um, we found I can get stuck in the future, so I'll be future tripping and like worrying about what's coming next or trying to control what comes next or wanting the next thing when you haven't even enjoyed the thing you've got yeah like achieving a goal and being like next and that's I've I've got a habit of that and Charlotte's got a habit of rose tinted glasses looking at the past um and so we're kind of we're a bit different in that way but they're both not the best things and so for us we're like being present like living the moment now and being really grateful for what we have and we're good at this because we work together. We were really good at like checking each other. And if one of us starts getting, feeling sorry for ourselves or moaning a bit, we'll be like, look how bloody privileged you are. Mm. Shut up. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. That's how compassionate she is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, shut up, you privileged little bitch. <laughs> she does. But you know what? She's right. And I'm a privileged little bitch. We are. And I think like sometimes when we're, like, you know, the other day we were talking about like tiles and like, needing needing to get that tiling done and I want Charlotte wants to get a tiling done and I needed to get the living room painted and and then we stopped and like there's a fucking war in Gaza and kids are dying like and so much other stuff going on in the world there's so much crap going on like our tiling and our paint do not matter no I think for me what what helps and I was chatting to my mum about it yesterday I was very home 
know what? I, yesterday, and this makes sense now. Yesterday, I could, I got, I kept crying. Ah, and then you. But I, I'm overshare. Uh, I'm perimenopausal, and I also, because I'm on HRT, I've had to have a coil, so therefore my periods are all over the place. But I had a bleed. I've got a bleed today, and that makes sense of why I was crying yesterday. Ah. I couldn't work it. I went to my mum's, and my mum told me something. It wasn't even a sad story, and I burst into tears. And she was like, oh, it's not that bad. And I was like, I know. But, and then it went, it escalated. So then I was like, I need to go and do, you know, I need to go and do something that I'm giving back. Like, that's my, yeah. I, I, very, very, like, because when, I'm not going to stop doing my house up because there's, there is really shit going things going on in the world. But I want to do those things. But then I do a lot of things to help other people, you know. Yeah, like you're exactly. Reading, you're reading something. Sorry. It <laughs> just popped sick. up. It was just the um, Nimono popped up. Sorry, right. the cloud there. She can tell that. She, I, I, I was like, what is she reading? <laughs> it was just our, um, it, this popped up, our old one popped up. And normally what happens is it starts making a noise. Sorry, I've got right. the cloud in front of us. I was interested. But yeah, so for me, when I feel those things, because there's always going to be really shitty things happening that are that feel out of our control and it's really hard. And I can't look away. I have to help. Yeah. And I won't look away. So then I'll think of ways that still I can live my life and move forward and enjoy my life. Yeah. And have a nice home for me and my son. But equally, I like to do a lot of things to always support other people, whether it's people I know, whether it's people I don't know, whether it's... And not have blinkers on as well. I think like yeah. having that awareness... <clears throat> I think what can happen is, we always say this, where we live is a very bubble. It's like it's oh, a very it's privileged ridiculous. area. Honestly, where we live is beautiful and I feel I've always lived here, but it is like living in a different world. There is so much wealth. It's bonkers. It, there is so much wealth and it's very privileged. And, and, and if you're not careful, you can forget actually yeah, you that... you think this is normal and this is not normal. We live in like the 1%. Like we live in the gold... They call it the golden triangle where we live. You've got Presbury, Wimslow and Audley Edge in this golden triangle. We live, Josie and I, just on actually on the outskirts. But uh, originally I, I'm from Wimslow. My parents still live there and everything. And you, if you had ever left the golden triangle, can you imagine? Like it's up... It's, it is. Yeah. It is. And you cannot like you, you can. It kind makes of, me feel a bit sick sometimes. Like you know, I drive around and I just think. Hell. Well, I think what like I realised that like, when I used to work in social work, God, you saw I saw so much. Yeah, so the and the other side of life. Yeah, the other side of life, and you know, like and it keeps you a bit grounded, and it kind of makes you a bit more. Whereas, if you all you're seeing is wealth, and actually people that are wealthier than you and got better cars or bigger houses or you can start focusing on what that, you don't have yeah. as opposed to what, what, all, all that you have we've got. Um, and I think we need to like reality so, check ourselves we're sometimes. so rich as well as in and I don't mean materialistically now I mean rich as in you know just I'll, I'll, I'll I don't want to sound like this is such an obvious one you know like we are healthy we have wonderful children family and friends yeah. and that's just so lovely we're so lucky before you start adding all the other stuff in yeah and i think when you are really present you really appreciate what you've got you really appreciate how beautiful things are and it doesn't mean you don't want more and there's nothing wrong with wanting more i don't want to enter to shame people that want more because that's, that's fine but like we said at the event one one foot in gratitude and one foot in desire desire yeah 
and always being grateful for what you've got. And I think it's, mm-hmm. you know, it is super important. And, and one thing about earning more money is it means you can do more good things. Like my mum retired at 59, which is quite young. Yeah. And now my mum only does voluntary work. So she runs charity shops. She helps small businesses for free. She does, she helps a woman that she knows has a fashion store that's went through a bad time. My mum went and sorted out. And everything my mum does, she does for free. She does so much in the community that she never talks about. Uh, because she's got time. And she always says to me, I've got time. Yeah. I've got the money and I've got the time. So I'm going to do loads. And she wouldn't have been able to do that if she hadn't grafted nope. her arse off like she did when she was younger. And now she's able to give back. So... That money does allow you Definitely. to be really generous, whether it's with your time or whether it's with, you know, what you give. So that's another nice reason to like want to be successful is that you can give so much back. Definitely. Definitely. And help people. You know, and that's a really amazing thing to do. And if more heart-centered people that think like that were holding the money of the world, this would be a better world that we're living well, in. It definitely would. It definitely And that's would. why, and we're going, I'm going full circle to why we started the Money Mavens, was always because we wanted to, that was our mission, wasn't it? Yeah, to help the money, the women, more women have yeah. money in their hands. And not just one for the world, but also for them, like, it gives you so much, like, there's so many women that are stuck in relationships or stuck in jobs or because financially they feel stuck. And I think, like, if you can create some freedom and wealth for yourself, you're never going to feel that. You're making you a dis- well, you, Yeah, you're never going to feel that. Like your decision's made from a financial point of view. It's made from a point of... Fear. Like, yeah, yeah. it's made from a point, point of, like, what you really want. And so yeah. that's always been our mission, hasn't it? To help people to be able to do that. Definitely. Definitely. And so the final thing with part of our year is like having creating routines and showing up for our goals because I think so often people put things on the vision board but don't actually do anything about it. And also underestimate the the power of routine it's it's a bit boring it is let's not let's not be honest it's not sexy is it creating a routine and doing those things that actually you know are good for you but you don't really want to do so like things like going to the gym or making your bed doing 10,000 steps doing your 10,000 steps those things that you like your water all those things that you know are going to help you doing your social media every day you know whatever it is for you that routine that's going to help you doing your admin going to help you towards your goal um like committing to doing the routine this year that's that once it once it becomes routine it stops feeling like a chore um and so you know those little things make a big difference don't they atomic habits is a great book yeah it's a really good book and like things like i got out and making my bed in the morning because we had somebody who came three times a week and said she would make the bed so then those two days that she, those four days that she wasn't there then I wasn't making it. But then you're like, why am I not making my bed? It takes less than a minute. Mm. Just make the goddamn bed. And you feel so much better when your bed's made, yeah, don't I you? I can't leave the house without making yeah. my bed. I'm trying to get the kids to make their beds, which um, I said to Otis, right, we're 2024 now. I want you to make your bed every morning. He was like, right, okay. <laughs> anyway, I went in, I was like, your bed's not made. He was like, oh yeah, I forgot. So like just trying to get them in. And theirs is super easy because they don't even have any pillows on it. It's just a duvet. <laughs> You know, and um, and they have pillows, so they don't have cushions on it. You know, ours have got like, yeah. you've got to make your bed, then you've got to put cushions yeah. on. And you've got to put them in a certain order. Oh, yeah, certain order, yeah. definitely. Um, but for the kids, so I'm trying to get them to do it as well. But they say that, um, you know, like 
messy my messy house messy mind or messy desk messy mind all that kind of thing but messy bed I think as well it can keep you know it well it's habit stacking as well and it's doing all the little things yeah but if you go out in the morning and you've done those things that really because like I talked about on Monday but the thing that really I hate the most is the dishwasher I hate the dishwasher even well, though the dishwasher is amazing say I hate it I can't do you know what you need to do Break it. If it's, let it be broken for a month and see how much you love that dishwasher. It's, so You'd fall in love with it if you didn't I have it. I now um, challenge myself to um, to never leave the house until it's, you know, empty or full. Or full and I feel like I've won the day. Yeah. I'm so proud of myself. Because <laughs> it's like... Wow, I, she's filled the yeah, dishwasher. Honestly, I hate it. I you know, know what you mean, though, because... That's the, my thing. I, yeah. I make the bed... I could I hoover every morning anyway like I love hoovering there's certain things that I love doing but then there's certain things that I don't um you know another one for me that I've got in, I, I, I fall in and out of the habit if I walk to school I feel better if I drive I, I, I feel annoyed with myself yeah because if I'm I walk the same. to school and walk back I've done 7,000 steps I feel exactly the same yeah. actually, so it's yeah. just little things yeah or it might be you go to you you you're an you hate admin so you need to like spend 10 minutes every morning doing a bit of admin in your office uh, but when I had my old business um there was certain things that the team I had a team but there's 20 people in the office and everybody had things that they hated doing so for the first 40 minutes of every single day the day started at nine but I used to say to people come in for quarter to nine get yourself a coffee have a bit of a chat blah 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 we're at our desk for nine o'clock and you've got, we don't put the phones on, emails or anything until you've done all the jobs that you absolutely hate. And we were just all that like, honest about the jobs yeah. that we hated. And then I said, well, we've won the day already. Yeah. So then at 9.45 when it all exploded when we put the phones on and emails and social media and whatever, we'd all won the day already. Yeah. Got and those it, stuff out yeah, there. Yeah. Because just made, and it was me included. And, you know, you've got to, in business, Again, do stuff, eat the frog, do the shit stuff that you There's don't want to do. Stuff, like, you can't live a life where you don't do anything you don't enjoy. Mm. It's just not, it's not. I was reading something about, like, if it's, you know, like in terms of like little jobs, if it takes you less than a minute, just do it straight away. So you might see, um, like, there's a book on the side that you think, oh, I need to take that up or put it in the bookcase. This, this needs to go upstairs. James. I know, I'll I'm do it today. You out. She's had this Christmas, Christmas present, present on the Christ on the table now, and we're on the third week of January. This needs to go upstairs. Seventeenth of January. Right, I'm calling you out. And I was given that Christmas present on the twenty seventh of December. My brother came over, and because um, you know what, if you don't it take me. it upstairs, it means you don't want it. And I do want it. And you do want it. Yeah. And somebody else could be enjoying this. Yeah. It's like nice. It's really nice. Showery stuff, and I'll take it up. In fact, it's because it's there. I'm going to move it to it's in more in my eyesight. Here we go. That'll take less than a minute. That'll take and less than a minute. And I get your steps up going up and down the stairs. It will. So I'm going to take that up. But like, if it takes less than a minute, just do it now. So things like making your bed or just quickly unloading the dishwasher instead of leaving it till later. And you just feel on top of things then. It's taking you less than a minute. So, you know, Same it's not with a big admin, deal. social media. Anything in your business. Having your sales calls. Whatever it is that you absolutely hate doing, eat the frog, do it first. You'll feel like you've absolutely smashed life and you will have just done something really simple. It's so weird. It is. And but these like, little things, we think they like being brave and playing big, setting goals that stretch and excite you, having clear boundaries and being able to say no, speaking your truth, being present and living life now and creating routines and showing up for your goals. If you do those things for 2024. So yeah, that's what we're going to be doing because we are going to be perfect. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Meanwhile, um, Josie's going to be at baby signing classes, being that parent that she said she'll never be. Say hello <laughs> so, to the... I won't, yeah. Um, I don't think I'm going to be doing that. Oh, but... I do like baby son, Serena. It's cute. Yeah, it's cute. I also learned that it's probably not good for little babies to be having all these like, flashing lights and things no, in front well, of them. The thing is, if they had something that you didn't know that they're like, epileptic or something, I suppose it would be quite yeah. bad. Uh, but... But yeah, watch out, watch out, world, because this year we're going to be on fire. Um, or not, who knows? <laughs> I've already said that last year, and last year was like a funny old year last year. Do you know what? It wasn't, it was a funny old year for everybody that everyone I've spoken to, nobody has said they felt like 2023 was a great year. Yeah. But I do feel the energy's changed for 2024. Yeah. It wasn't a bad year. It wasn't anything. a bad year. It was just but a weird yeah. year. It, was a, it, was it just all a... just felt a bit... Slow. Weird. Felt slow to me. Like lukewarm. Lukewarm, yeah. Like I think because the year before, 2022, had been so like manic. Manic, goal setting, achieving, goal setting, achieving. This one felt a little bit more like internal and um yeah, just it's funny like that. If you do neurology as well. But saying that I thought it was, and then when I did the review of the year. Oh yeah, we've done loads. I realised that we'd not actually been that lukewarm. It'd been pretty yeah. fun. I know we'd done loads, and we did, and we achieved lots of things last year. I suppose it's just, it. I don't know. It's just funny sometimes, isn't it? It wasn't maybe what we expected, or things were different than we thought they were going to be, and yeah, that's life. That's life. That's life. So this is our penultimate our final final podcast for before our break is going to be the 31st of January what we do want to say is we're working up until about mid-feb aren't we um and we've got two spots we want to end it with some real big success stories for our clients so last year so to give an example like when we come on here we just chat 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 but because it's meant to, it is more conversational. But when we are actually working with our clients one-to-one, it's pretty dynamic what we're doing. So we had clients last year that had really big goals, wanting to do their first million, wanting to go over a million, wanting to do their first multi-six figures. You know, there were the big, juicy, very strategic goals that we're working with them on. And we are pleased to say that they have all they smashed, all smashed their goals, it, and like, yeah. and then some. Um blew our minds like they were just incredible and we want to go off on a high so we were like we're going to do two more vip strategy days so if you're listening to this and you are wanting this year to be the year that you do that money goal you really we really, love a money goal yeah you know we love a money goal because well, it does keep like, you focused like faff around here yeah. you're running a business to make money and make profit yeah and pay yourself more money that's what we want you to do. Like, that is the long and short of it. So we are brilliant when it comes to creating a strategy, having a plan, looking at your marketing, looking at your sales, looking all the stuff that's going to give you a return investment. You're going to spend £2,000 on the day with us, but you're going to... One client made well over a million last year. So, you know, you it pays for itself before you've even Definitely. got to the end of the week. So take the money out of it. Do it because you want this year to be the year that you make those big money goals. And also to know what your next steps are. I think so often in people in business are just flying by the seat of the pants and like 
having a strategy really helps mm -hmm. focus you. It helps things move quickly. Mm -hmm. And you'll have it by the end of the day. So when you will go away with a strategy and on, a plan. on a document yeah. that is yours and it's completely bespoke to you, your business, your goals, your life, everything. Yeah. It's very in-depth, but it's absolutely amazing. They're in Manchester. Mainly Mondays, I think we've put a time aside. Yeah, they're Mondays. Mondays is a great day. If you can't do a Monday, let us know because we have got some other spots. But at, at the we moment, are very limited, though, and we're not just saying this. You know, like Josie is having a baby, so we are. You know, it's yeah. not like we've made it up. It's true. It's happening. A lot of people's like, oh, we're really limited when really they've got like hundreds of dates. We haven't. No. <laughs> um, and we take care of everything. All you need to do is Show come. Up ready to then take the action afterwards mm. we have got you you will love it clients book two three you've done there was somebody on monday who's done like five sessions with us like this because they keep coming back because they keep making more money and it's working mm -hmm. so you know we're not bullshitting you i think if you listen to this you know we're not bullshitters we want you to do well so if you want to know more Reach out. Reach out. Right. We are the Money Mavens. We will see you for the last episode very Bye. soon. Thank you for joining the Money Mavens podcast today with myself, Josie May, and my fellow host, Charlotte Balbier. We're holding regular giveaways with luxury prizes for those that leave us a review. So if you've loved this episode, please go and give us five stars. We really appreciate your support. For more exciting content and inspiration in unlocking your up level, head over to our Instagram and follow the underscore money underscore mavens. The link is in our show notes. Congratulations. You are now officially a money maven. Welcome to the club. We can't wait to celebrate your success with you. See you on the next episode.